Just the Tips is on. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Just the Tips with Austin Klein and Julian Iannini. That's right. You heard it here. We finally figured out what our name is going to be, and it is Just the Tips. That's right. That's never going to get old. Nope. Uh, So we're excited. We finally have a name. This thing's coming together slowly but surely. How's your uh, week in isolation been, Austin? It's been uh, it's been weird. It's, I mean, it's not that unusual for me because I, I stay isolated a lot, and uh, I've been trying. This was actually kind of a tip I was going to use, but I've been trying to buy uh, local food, go to local restaurants, and get takeout as much as possible during this COVID thing. And so it's really? good because I can uh, I can feel like I'm doing the right thing, but also satisfy my you know fat inner fat piece of shit. So this, that part's a win win. As terrible as this whole thing is, good for you, man. You've always been one for uh, philanthrop- philanthropy work. Am I saying that right? I don't yeah. think I am. Philanthropy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, great. A lot of times I say words like that really badly. Um, this is actually the least I've gone out to eat, I think, in my entire life since I've been an adult. Uh, I can count on one hand the number of times I've gone out to eat. And uh, I've been doing a lot more cooking at home. Cooking so, up a storm. Glad to see that you're not supporting your local community. Being well, selfish I'm supporting the local far- I'm supporting the local farmers. And I just like I don't know I'm, I'm I don't want to you know you don't have to I don't want to go out and I really like cooking and I I just never have time for it so now I have a lot of time so I'm doing a lot more cooking making some delicious treats for me and my fam nice yep all right well let's get to the tips they don't give a shit about us they want to oh. hear the tips Austin, people come wanna... from far and wide for the tips. <laughs> Which tip? No doubt. Who's, who's giving their tip first? You or All me? Right. I'll go first. Well, so I was just to talk. I was talking about the shopping local thing, and I've always kind of tried to do that, even though I eat Taco Bell a lot and things like that. But other than that, I'm I'm eating local and try to get coffee and stuff at local places. But like everyone else, or like a lot of other people, if I'm inconvenienced, I'll do a Starbucks drive-through or whatnot. But right now we're going through the COVID thing, and everyone has to be quarantined so i've been making an extra effort and just in the last two days i went to two of my favorite coffee shops here in tucson and both of them were closed one of them hopefully for renovation but the other one looked like it was just closed and then the next day we tried to go to two different sushi spots and those were both closed and i don't know if it's permanent or what but it was just kind of an eye-opener of how much local businesses how much help they need and you know just to pay rent and pay all the overhead and keep things going it's it's pretty stressful and it's tough to run a business so it is something i know people always say it but it is something to really think about it let's support your local places especially if they're good if it's shitty then you don't have to support it just because it's local but if there's a good local spot be thankful for it and spend your money there yeah man Limit your Applebee's to once a week. Quick on to Taco Bell, Austin. I know, Taco Bell. That's, that's where they get me. You, have, you live in Tucson, Arizona, the land of some of the best Mexican food in the U.S., and you eat at fucking Taco Bell. You I eat that, a, too, You're though. a disgrace. I'm eating real Mexican food, too. Well, I'm just I eat Mexican food every day. 
you just need to eat real Mexican food during the COVID-19 because Taco Bell don't need your money, man. They got plenty of money. I know. I stopped. But I'm off the stuff. Nico's need your cash, man. I'm off the stuff. Okay. Anyways, that I agree with this too. Uh, in my area, one place we have been supporting are the local breweries. Uh, they're doing like curbside pickup of all their brews. They're canning them or bottling them. And some of them have even started, uh, you know, they use food trucks a lot. So they've been teaming up with food trucks, uh, like one near me called old stump is, uh, giving, uh, two, four packs and a pizza from that's a good name. Yeah. What old stump or the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Stump's a good name. It's a great brewery, man. All right. And so we've been we've been doing that. It's great. Nice. See, you are a philanthropist after yeah. all. Yeah. Sell yourself short. So I'm um, supporting my local brewery places. So that was kind of a thing. So I'll just make my my other tips short. This isn't anything. Wait, uh, you get two tips. This is. Well, that was just kind of an intro. Oh, you. This one's not even really a tip. This is just something I've noticed. Austin's taking over the podcast. He's hogging all the tips. Because you, this has kind of been inspired by you and Brandon because you're both horrible at remembering not only names, but dates and especially people's birthdays. Oh, yeah. And uh, and so am I, kind of. But I just have a simple trick that I follow. And anytime that I get someone's birthday, like if it's someone I know relatively well, if I miss it or I hear it or I see it on... It used to pop up on Facebook, but I don't really go on there anymore. But anyways, if I find it out, I just add it to their to my phone under their contact. And then I'll forever know that person's birthday. My phone will give me a reminder. And I tell Brandon this all the time because I have to text people. I have to text them and be like, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday. Hey, it's so-and-so. And I'm like, dude, you know it's his birthday. Put it in your goddamn phone now. And he never does it. And that's something you should do too. Just If it's someone you don't care about, obviously it doesn't matter. But if it's a friend or family... Or somebody who you'd like to acknowledge their birthday, just put it in, and then you don't even have to worry about it. That is a great tip. I actually do that for my mom, because uh, I always, I know her birthday's in May, but I never remember which date in May. Uh, but you are a great friend in that you let other friends know when it's other friends' birthdays, and I just rely on you. So thanks for yeah, making me look like a better friend than well, I am for so many years, Austin. We'll start doing it, you piece of shit. Today's Keith's birthday, by the way. But uh, <laughs> I guess I got to call Keith <laughs> after this. That's what inspired that. All right. But uh, anyways. All right. I'll. I'll so, and even yeah, and even if you remember, like, of course you remember your mom's birthday, but sometimes I forget what day it is or even what month it is, and I'm just like, oh fuck, my mom's birthday four days ago. I'll do it right now, right here, live on the podcast. Hey Siri, remind me every year today that it's Keith's birthday. Boom. Oh, that's a weird that is a weird way to do it. Now it's gonna be in your reminder. Just put it under his contact. Anyways, let's move on. Okay. Well, I'm not a expert. I didn't work at the Apple store. I'm not an Apple genius like you are, Austin. Maybe you can give some Apple tips in the upcoming episode. Yeah. Alright. Uh my tip is Okay, here's a good one. A lot of you are buying uh, bulk items, and uh, what better to buy in bulk than rice? And if you bought, this one comes from user Mo on Reddit. 
uh, and it is if you bought a new bag of rice or grains, put them in the freezer for a few days or up to a week, depending on the size. This will kill any weevils and their eggs that might have survived in the milling process, and you don't come home to a uh, rice crawling with bugs. Hmm. And so I didn't even know that this, I mean, I figured there's bugs and rat droppings and everything we eat. I mean, it's to the standard, right? but, um, I can relate to this, uh, because in college once I was really stoned and really hungry and we had no food in the house except for cereal. That was at, you were at my dad's house, weren't you? No, this is at my house. I was all alone. Oh, I'm thinking of no, I'm thinking of Nick. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, screwing up my story. So anyway, uh, I was really hungry, and all I had was some cereal and some milk. So I pour myself some cereal, pour some milk on it, and I go sit down on the couch and I take a bite, and it's pretty good, and I'm chewing it. And I take another bite and I taste something bitter. And I just thought it was like a bad nut. You know, sometimes you have a bitter nut. Um, And then I take another bite and it was super bitter. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I look down and there's just black bugs swimming in my cereal, like hundreds of them. And I was just eating fucking bugs. And I got so sick. I just ran to the bathroom. I've never thrown up more in my life. It was awful. And, like, the fact that I was stoned made it so much worse because it is just, like, the imagined... paranoia and in your own head. Yeah, and I'm just, like, imagining all these bugs, like, crawling around in my mouth and stuff and in my stomach, and I just kept I think I was up. there for that, wasn't I? No, I think you, I called you afterwards or something. I thought I was, but maybe I've heard the story so many times I can visualize it. Yeah, it was awful, though. So don't do the same thing with your rice and throw it in the freezer Save yourself some uh, awful experience. And also, if you're eating cereal, look at it before you put it in your mouth. <laughs> to make, uh, well, and with I mean, that is a good idea. But with the rice, I, don't, I typically cook my rice. So I feel like the boiling process would kill the bugs too, right? Yeah, but you're still going to be eating dead bugs. Yeah, and you don't want them floating around in your. I guess that's they'll, disgusting. Yeah, they'll be, can you imagine? They'll be like multiplying. Can you imagine your if you're kitchen, like? I guess I'm gonna make you a special dinner tonight, girl. Who do, to you, whoever you're in quarantine with, and you make them risotto, and you're throwing it down, and there's just a fucking weevil in there. You're not getting laid. Yeah, that's good protein though. That's you just. Yeah. All right. That's. And the freezing process doesn't affect the rice at all in any way, I'm guessing. I didn't do that much research into it. I'm assuming not, but you'd have to ask user Mo. Yeah. I'm sure user Mo wouldn't just post something like that on the internet. No, user so Mo's take his word user for Mo's knows his shit about rice. He wouldn't just post some bullshit. Yeah. I trust Mo. He ain't no fool. No. Okay. Thanks, Mo. All right, is it my turn? Yeah, you didn't give credit to your last that's because I came up with it on my own. Oh, that was an original? That was an Austin Klein original? Yeah, it was an AC original. Oh, shit, y'all. Mm-hmm. You better trademark that. Yep. Or whatever you do um, to copyright it. Copyright it. Okay, I will after this. Okay, so this one is posted by user W25555. Oh, I love that guy. He's always got really good ideas. Um, really good 
That's a good name, yeah. Um, okay, so this one is, uh, it's keep your mouth shut and don't volunteer information. And in the context of basically don't tell people too much in a situation where they don't need to know. Like, say, you call in sick for work or... His example was he had a phone interview scheduled this morning. Uh, he accidentally slept through it, and he got up, saw that he missed it, and he had a desperate urge to call and offer up a bunch of excuses and in the hope that maybe they would understand and give another chance. But rather, he just didn't say anything. He just said, hey, sorry about that, and they didn't care, and they, they apologized to him saying that it was probably something wrong. So I think with most people, if you're canceling on plans or like calling in sick to work and you have a legitimate reason... I think it's natural to have the urge to explain something. Like I'll do that all the time, you know, call into work and just be like, oh yeah, I got, I got the COVID or, you know, try to make your voice sound whatever. Just call and be like, Hey, sorry, I got to call in sick instead of sounding like an idiot. Like I always do. So, so I think that applies in a lot of ways rather than over explaining yourself and babbling. Just, just say you can't go or can't do it or whatever. And then if they, price more than that's when you make up a lie yeah that's a good one how many uh times have you called in because one of your relatives died i never did that i'm actually a pretty good employee i don't really call in sick no. well i mean i don't anymore but in college and stuff i used to call in for all kinds of bullshit but yeah now i'm the same way i feel i'm like you i feel so guilty even though, though it's like in my right to miss work because i get my shit done and i'm a good good uh, employee. You're a good boy. Yeah. But I still feel guilty. Like I, I, any day I miss or any day I'm late or anything, I still have this, uh, guilt that builds up and it makes me like over explain myself and it's never necessary. So I've tried really hard to work on that too. Cause I know it's, even if I have like a vacation day or something and I use it, I feel fucking guilty. I don't know why. Yeah. So cut, stop, stop that shit. Yeah. And if you show up to work two hours late, just go, hey, sorry, guys, and then wink at them and keep walking. That's a great That's a great tip right there. That's another AC original. Yeah. Start winking more in general. Yeah. Can't, can't wink enough. Especially to coworkers. All right. So uh, if you need to, this is mine. This is my tip. It comes from one popcorn man. Uh and it is, if you need to review a document, read it out loud. This greatly increases your ability to catch mistakes and improve your style. And I use this all the time because I have horrible, horrible grammar. And I don't know how many O's come after a two. And I don't know where the fuck a comma goes for the life of me unless I'm listing more than one thing. Beyond that, I have no idea where a comma goes. So I'm always having to read stuff out loud. Uh, and then I kind of naturally pause and then I'm like, oh, a comma probably goes there. But then if I'm still not sure, I put it into Grammarly, I think is the name of the website. And it will actually do it all for you. So at, now I'm at work uh, and I write an email. I take copy and paste the whole thing into Grammarly and it tells me how to not sound like an idiot. Because I am awful at grammar. Austin can attest to that. He's a, he's a fucking grammar Nazi. Yeah, I mean, first things first. Uh, that's, I'm glad that you're taking an extra step to not sound like a dumbass on emails. But you should know how to many 
O's to put in a two. Like I know I should, but it doesn't matter. No matter how many times you've told me the comma thing, whatever. But it's it, that you could literally learn that in thirty seconds. Man, we'll talk about this later. So disappointed in you. Well, I know you've told me a mil- a million times, and I always try to remember it, but I can't. And so I always mess up. If you're talking about the amount of something, too much, too much always has two O's. What about the number two? That's going to be, that's a lesson for another day. <laughs> if it's the number two, just do, just do the number like Tupac. Okay. Good, good advice. God, our language is stupid. So yeah, first off, spend five minutes learning your twos and your theirs. That, honestly, if people just know their twos and their theirs, I'll let them get away with anything. And your yours. As long as they don't say, I see, yours. I've seen it. And your yours, yeah. And they're all so easy that if you can't figure it out, then just seriously just kill yourself. If you if you try for more than a day and you can't figure those things out, then you're not fit for this world. I got them all down except those fucking twos. Well, me and you are going to do a little sit down with the whiteboard after this. Okay. And get you up to speed. You're gonna, you're gonna impress your family this year. Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna write out some sentences for them at Thanksgiving. Dude. Blow their mind. You're gonna impress them too much. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your next tip, Austin? Mm. Okay, this one's uh, by user Jade underscore Monkey O Seven. God, that guy is a and... fucking genius. I know he's so good. Um, Okay, this is nothing crazy, but something that I'm surprised I never really thought about. If you like one song by an artist, but you don't like the rest of their stuff, find out who the producer is and see what other work they've done. The producer can play a big role in how the final song turns out. Because, I mean, as you and I know, there's a lot of times where you'll hear a song and you're just like, this song is incredible. And then the rest of the album sucks, or there's like a couple other songs that are okay. But but yeah, I've never actually thought about doing that. So I that's so funny because I remember reading that tip long ago and actually use that all the time now. And yeah, it's true. Like if if you got Joe Schmo producing all your tracks and then you got one one track produced by the Neptunes, of course that track's gonna sound fly and everyone's like, oh shit, you hear that? And then they're gonna be disappointed by the rest of your album. But then you look up the rest of the Neptune stuff and then you realize, oh, that's why that song was so good because the Neptunes did it. Right. Yeah. So good, good, good uh, advice there. Um, uh, Thanks. All right. So mine is my next tip is from Ski Paul. Uh, Ski Paul's a poet and a professor. And he says, when planning to make a new recipe, double the start stated prep time because that's what it will take you. So true. I used to get those like meals from Martha Stewart in a box where they deliver fresh ingredients to your house. And it said all the meals take 30 to 45 minutes. Bullshit. Those things take an hour and a half to two hours at minimum. Not including cleaning. Jesus. And so we always ended up like not even finishing them all. We get three a week and we would just like run out of time because you get home from work and then you're fucking tired and you go to the gym and then you come home and it's like six thirty, and you still got to make one of these fucking Martha Stewart meals that takes way longer than it says. 
So while they were really good and really convenient, we canceled the subscription because they didn't. And I know you've always, yeah, you've always tried to be loyal to Martha Stewart. Dude, ever since she went to prison, man, she showed me she was a real OG. So she got me. That's when I wait. Sorry, I missed the first part of it. What was it? Always double the time. Yeah, whatever the stated prep time is, double it because it, the prep times for like if Martha Stewart's making it and they got that like knife skill where they can like chop super fast. Yeah. Me, I'm I'm a fucking idiot and I'm just trying not to cut off my thumbs, so I go super slow, yeah. super slow. And then plus with like just if you're looking up a recipe on the internet or whatever, there's you always have to keep scrolling through the story repeatedly to get back down to the ingredients, you know? And I keep getting lost. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Cause they do the whole fucking four foreplay and then you're just looking for the ingredients. Right. And I guess, yeah, they do it just for ads and whatnot. So they have to put in a bunch of filler, but, uh, but anyways, yeah, I always, you know, I got a tip for how to get through that Austin. Oh, bonus tip. Here we go. Oh, bonus tip. Here we go. Bonus tip. The print friendly. We need a little. We need a little. Uh, a bell. One of those dinner bells. Oh yeah. When the bonus tip comes up. We should get a little cowbell. Um. Uh. The bonus tip. Ding 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 ding. Bonus tip. Here we go. All right. Bonus tip. Join. Join. Let him have it. I'm trying, Austin. You keep fucking interrupting me. I'm gonna forget the bonus tip if you keep doing that. <sighs> okay. Do it. Okay. The bonus tip is. I have a good feeling about this one. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> You're an asshole. All right. The bonus tip is hit the print-friendly version of the recipe, and it will get rid of all that bullshit and just give you the ingredients and the recipe. Oh, really? On your phone, too? Yeah, on any website. Just print-friendly version. Damn. Get rid of all the nonsense. That's a good bonus tip. Wow. All right. You can... That one was also from Life Pro Tips. I read a while ago, but I don't remember who it was from, so thank you, whoever that was. Dang. Yeah. All right. It's your turn, Austin. I will do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is posted by Reddit user Professor Liftoff. And it God, is... I love that guy. That... We're going to have to stop doing that eventually. <laughs> no, I'm doing it after every one. <laughs> okay. Uh, pay attention to the smell of your home when you come back from a trip. That's what it smells like to guess all the time. You just get used to it. So, something to think about. Does your home have a smell, Austin? Mine doesn't. Well, I don't know. Are you sure about that? I haven't been on a trip. I haven't been on a trip in a long time. It probably does. But, uh... Oh, it has a smell, Austin. Last time I was there. Oh, dang it. But, uh... I've accepted that I'm just a smelly bastard. Well... I'm gonna die alone. You have really... Smelly home. You have really stinky balls. It's not your fault. You are born that way. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? But, uh... That is true, though. If you're gone for a long time, you can really smell it. And I uh, I realized this because I've gone to our friend Brandon's house a few times in the last, I guess, like once a month for the past three or four months. Lucky. And yeah. every time I walk in, I walk in and I'm like, his house literally smelled like an Ethiopian restaurant that was doubling as a male bathhouse. <laughs> it was so gross. And... Uh, and every time I would I would be like, dude, Brandon, your house smells like shit. And he would just get all defensive and be like, Whoa, what am I supposed to do? And then I was like, Well, why don't you start with the pile of trash bags in the corner 
and work from there. Does he live with his girlfriend? And then, yeah, she doesn't care. He does. Uh, I mean, they're not they're not like horrible slobs, but I think sometimes they'll just let the trash bags build up. Oh, I lived with you know ever. Brandon kind of lets he makes his his girlfriends morph to his ways. I feel like he is good at that. He's a he's a thermostat, not a thermometer, or something like that. I used to try and teach. I used to live with Brandon. I would try to teach him to clean, and uh, he was so clueless. He like every step of the way, he'd be like, "What do I do now? What do I do now?" And I'm like, "If it's dirty, clean it. That's all you gotta do, man. It's simple." But I'm not one to talk. So My nice. wife says I'm a dirty motherfucker. No matter how hard I try to clean, I don't think I'm that bad. But she's she's a perfectionist, so I'll I'll never reach. At least her. you try, though. Brandon will literally say, "I don't know how to clean," and that is such bullshit. Yeah. I do attempt That's to just clean. Him I just to get other people to clean. I just miss up spot here or there. I'm not I'm not one for the fine details of things. You have those Lenny hands. They don't have. They're not good with subtleties. Yeah, no, they aren't. I I I, I get like ninety five percent of the job done, but they'll be like a little. Scud, skid mark on the back of a pan or something that I will just miss and it'll go back in the drawer. Yeah. It's like imagining Bigfoot trying to hand wash dishes because you stomp around the house, you slam the microwave shut, you slam cabinets shut. It's just, yeah. Everything's, there's a lot, a lot of strength behind I it. I have no finesse. I'm just, I, I go all out. <laughs> yeah. I go all out in everything I do. Yeah. And then that includes sex, ladies. He, Ground and pound. There's there's areas that's an advantage, and that's one of them. Um, Anyways, we can move along unless you have anything you want to add. No, I was just going to go into my next tip, which is a J.I. original. J.I. original. Ding, 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 ding. Get ready, y'all. Um, but I actually found this uh, on a Stanford study, and this is uh, coronavirus-related. Um if you're one of the lucky few people out there to have had a N95 mask laying around, those are the masks that everyone's saying not to buy and leave for the uh, medical professionals, which you should do. Don't buy them. But if you already had one around the house and you're using it because it is a very good uh, uh, way of protecting yourself, um, if you want to disinfect it, if you've been using it a while, if you throw it in the oven at 158 degrees Fahrenheit for 30 minutes, it will disinfect it and its filtration efficiency of 96% will stand uh, unharmed. So it's the most, Hmm. it's the best way to to disinfect an N95 face mask. 158 degrees for 30 minutes. Yes. And I did this at work because we have some and I've been using one. And it worked. It doesn't mess with the rubber band or nothing. It comes out perfect. Hmm. What if you did 160 degrees? Is that like the absolute most? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's that because sensitive. My oven only goes in 50 groups of five. I know. We have a we have a scientific oven at our work where you can set the exact temperature. So I don't know what you do mm. with the home oven. Uh, it might work at 200. I didn't try it. I'm sure 160 would be okay. Yeah. 160 would probably be just fine, I think. Okay. The Because, uh, I mean, if you think about it, uh, paper doesn't burn till 451 degrees Fahrenheit, so I think you'll be all right. Ray Bradbury. It's a Ray Bradbury shout-out. It's the only thing I remember. <laughs> that's the only way. I, that's the only reason I know that, because that fucking book. 
That's the one thing that book taught me besides about having letting your government get too much power and surveillance. Yeah. I'll never forget what temperature paper burns at. All right. Okay. Well, about to get real on you for a minute, so. Uh, Fuck Austin. This is a comedy podcast. Don't get too heavy on us. Okay. I'll try not to. This is posted by user A116JXB. Another catchy name. Um, Dude, that guy fucks. Yep. Sure does. Keep inviting that friend over who always says no. If you have a friend or coworker who you have invited to do things with you or a group of friends and they continually decline, don't stop inviting them unless they specifically tell you not to invite them anymore. Some folks really would like to be included but really do have other obligations or maybe they're just super shy and need to get invited several times before they feel they can work up the courage to go. Or perhaps they are battling depression. Don't give up on that person. You may be just the person they need to get them out of their shell or eventually become the kind of friend that helps them see good in life and want to continue going on living. Be awesome. I remember that one also. I remember that tip. Yeah, that's actually something I live by personally. I invite people everywhere. Yeah, you do. It's fucking exhausting. Some people don't like it, but I'm, I'm the king. I'm the king of inviting everyone, even people that I don't talk to in a really long time because I'm always trying to reconnect with people because I, I like people. And also you're good at inviting people that other people don't want over at the party. Yeah, well, some people are assholes and don't like some people, but I I, I can find the good in them, so I figure out so can they. And it's never as bad as everyone makes it out to be. It's usually not. Usually it's a good time, and it's it's usually not yeah. an issue. People just like to like have preconceived notions about people and make a big deal about it. But sometimes it does get exhausting, though. Sometimes you have those friends that are just constantly like, no, man, no, man. And and with them, I eventually lose effort because it's just yeah, exhausting. Yeah, it kind of like It's kind of based off. on how good of a friend you are, too. Like Some of my best friends down here will try to have lunch or hang out all the time or you know fairly often, and they cancel like half the time. And I don't take it personally, but it can be discouraging at times. But yeah, you definitely have to remember, like, you don't really know what people are going through. And don't put too much pressure, but don't give up on them if it's someone you want to hang out with. And I can relate because I used to be that person. I was a hermit for years and years. And uh, people like you, well, I mean, I lived with you half that time, so it didn't matter. So I'd see you. But like, I remember Jared would call me every weekend. Back in the day when I was I was basically just a stoner sitting at home and I would never ever go out. And every Friday he would call me and see what I was doing. And every time I would have a new excuse. And uh and he'd just be like, Alright, cool man, well let me know if you change your mind and then he'd call me again next weekend. And this went on for like years before I finally left the house. And now the tables have turned because now I invite Jared out and he might come out once, but he doesn't come out twice. That's yeah. for sure. I mean you guys live in different states, but yeah. Well, yeah, but when I come to town, I expect everyone out every night. Oh, yeah. You you go to... Harvard. Austin does do that, though. I will tell you that. Austin's rallied up. He does come out with me almost every night. Yeah, but lately, I I have to go in early. I can't hang with you. What do you mean? You've got you've hung just the last Last time, you stayed out till 4, and I went in at like 10. Oh, yeah. And I flew a plane the next day just to trump Austin. Just to, yeah. Just to rub it in my face. Just to rub it in his face. I woke up four hours later and 
flew an airplane for the first time ever. He flew it over my house and it had one of those signs on the back and it said, fuck you, Austin. And I was just like, no. Yep. That is true. Julian did fly a plane. He he went on a plane with an actual pilot and the guy let him fly. No, he told me I was flying. I wasn't expecting to fly. Right. We just wanted to clarify that this was like a real story. I get there. And he goes, so you're going to fly today. And I thought he meant like I was, he was just going to hand me the controls while we're in the air. But no, he had me do the pre-check. He had me take off and fly all the way to the next airport. And I did everything except land the airplane. And I was so hungover. And I was just trying so hard to concentrate. I can't believe they didn't smell the booze on you. I mean, I'm sure I smelled awful. Dude, they had to. Because you came up to you showed up at my house at like 4 in the morning. And I left my phone, my ringer on because I knew you weren't going to be able to get in. <laughs> sure enough. Yeah, sure enough. You were not able to get in. <laughs> so I remember struggling so hard, and I was like, "I gotta be able to figure Dude, this out." You were blacked out. I gotta I be able even, to figure it. I remember I offered you water, and you're like, "No, I'll drink water tomorrow." And then you just went to bed. <laughs> sure enough, three or four hours later, you woke up and flew a plane. Yep, I did. Uh, yep. So. And and I didn't die. Yep. All right. Um, this uh, this next tip is actually funny because it ties into what you were talking about me earlier. Uh, and that is, this comes from Caleb is the man. B. Bye. Caleb is the man. Bye. Anyway, it is. Do you live around other human beings? Make it a habit to turn doorknobs before closing any door. This is very one that very much one that I need to heed because I do slam everything. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why it's just habit. I slam cabinets. I slam doors and I go, I leave for work super early in the morning. I leave for work at like five twenty, and my wife doesn't leave for work till like eight thirty, And I wake her up all the time by slamming the door. I don't mean to. It's just, how do you I'm not recognize done. that? Because I'm a Neanderthal. I don't know, Austin. I'm a big, hairy fucking Neanderthal. And I only know how to slam things. I don't know how to finesse them closed. That sounds like something where... I don't know. It's because I'm half asleep. You know that commercial where you're there's like the bear? Yeah, but doesn't getting yelled at by your wife give you enough to be like, all right, maybe I should quiet down? Well, I think she's gotten used to it. She doesn't really say anything mm. anymore. So it, I just forget. I always do that. I, I do it without thinking. I turn the handle when I close it, get out nice and quiet. Well, you're a considerate, you're a considerate little butterfly, Austin, but I'm a fucking caveman. And caveman slam shit. That's right. This hair on this bod ain't for nothing. So does it mean that you're not going to follow your advice and turn these doorknobs? Or are you just going to keep slamming them? No, I'm going to honestly try and do it. I'll just, I know myself and at five in the morning, I'm going to forget because I'm just like, a fucking walking zombie. This advice, this advice is for other people. Do as I say, not as I do. I mean, I'm going to try to do it, but it's like, you know how many cups of coffee it takes to get my fucking heart started in the morning. And I'm just like a walking zombie. So I'm just like not paying attention and I'm just half asleep and stumbling out the door. And I just slam shit. I don't know. I'm a fucking grizzly bear. Well, we're all pulling for you. I feel like you can do it. Hey, you marry the beast, you get the fucking brunt. Yep. That's why that's a saying. It is now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. 
Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is an interesting one. I think it's kind of like a... Uh... Oh, fuck. I forgot what it is. It's a... Uh... Pavlov's, the Pavlov's dog that uses that idea. And it is, if you're... What the fuck is a Pavlov dog? So it's, it's, I'll probably butcher this, but it's some old science experiment where I think the idea was he would ring a bell and every time he'd ring a bell, he'd give a dog a treat and he would keep doing this. And so when the dog heard the bell, it would assume it was getting a treat. And so it would ring a bell and the dog's mouth would start salivating, even if there was no treat coming. And what was the purpose of making the dog's mouth salivate? Well, it was an experiment to kind of show how the brain works. So, oh, this I know a, what you're going with this. Yeah, it's not it's not the peanut butter thing that you're thinking of. Um, no, this it's was, not. This is posted by user Jaja ninety nine. I guess it would be haha. Does it have to do with fire alarms? Yeah. Spoiler alert, fucker! Come on. <laughs> Won't you stay stick to your own tips and I'll stick to mine, huh, Julian? <laughs> Won't you go slam some doors, huh? Sometimes I like to share the sometimes it's more fun if you share Jeez. the tips, Austin. Yes, if your fire alarm goes off, call your pets and give them a treat. Eventually they will come when the alarm goes off, saving you from wasting time and looking for pets during an evacuation. Uh, let's see, added tip. Deliberately set off fire alarm to do more alarm to do more frequent training. Alarm goes off. Alarm sets off. Alarm starts. I don't. I don't know. Sorry, I should have. I should have looked through that more. But basically, you get the fucking idea. You set the alarm off. Give your dog some treats. Your cats. And then give your. Because. And then they'll come running to you. Right. Because otherwise, alarm. if the house is filled with smoke and your your animals are probably naturally going to freak out, and if you have a cat or something, it might hide under a bed and be hard to get. So. So I suggest you guys do this twice a day, every day for the next six months or so. And uh, you should be good. And Austin knows he's a fireman. That's right. Safety. Safety is my priority. And check your fire alarms. Make sure their make sure their batteries are charged. I don't I wonder how many times you'd have to do this before your pets get it, but I, I don't know. It's worth a try. Or if you just set it off on accident, give them a treat and maybe that'll be enough. All right, let's both try it and let's 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 see how it goes. Yeah. Um all right. So Here's mine. This is from Diano the Dino. And it is never talk negatively about your boss or about your place of work with a coworker, no matter what. I follow this rule religiously. In fact, I don't just use it about work. I use it about everything. I don't talk shit about anyone or or anything because it it's never going to work out well for you. And I actually used to work at an office, really nice place. Everyone was super nice, but there was one, like there's a, there's a tendency to gossip about other people behind their back. And I just never joined in it. And there's a lot of like fake niceties between a lot of people where they like would talk a bunch of shit, but then when they see each other, be like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? And uh, so there's like a lot of unspoken animosity, but like with me, I got along with everyone and everyone loved me. And they even a few times were like, Julian, you just never say a bad word about anyone. You're like, goddamn right. I don't. Cause I don't want to fucking have a two faced relationship with anyone. Um, so I just choose not to, if I don't have anything nice to say, 
I don't say anything at all. Yeah, that's because it's not worth it. That's a good. I'm kind of the same way, and I don't know if it's because we're both just pussies and we want everyone to like us, but I don't know. I think we're both good at just finding the good in people, or like at work, just finding something, some common ground with someone, and avoiding if yeah. if you have things that aren't that you don't have in common or that are arguments, you just kind of avoid those. So, but uh, but yeah, I totally agree, man. That's that uh, complaining in the workplace about your bosses or your company, it, it's, it can be such poison, man. Like there's a lot of that yeah. in my job and, uh, and like people feed off of it and then, you know, people will engage other people and then it makes them do it with other people. And it just, it seriously fucking spreads. And sometimes people start doing it without even realizing. And it just kind of becomes like, it becomes like a comfort zone almost of complaining and bitching about the company. And it just, I feel like it doesn't do anyone any good. Especially like at my job, people will complain and complain repeatedly and never do anything about it. And, you know, someone will be like, did you send an email to the higher ups? Like, no. It's like, well, then shut the fuck up, man. You know? So. Yeah. Oh, God. It doesn't do any good. You're not going to get anywhere with that. But yeah, it's best just to focus. Smell the worst. Yeah. Just avoid that shit, man. Unless you're going to actually yeah. try to do something. About unless it, unless but. there's a real piece of shit at work that absolutely everybody hates. And you know, without a doubt, that he's the fucking worst and isn't going to last long. Then go ahead. Talk all the shit you want about that guy. Because there are a few of those guys that just deserve to... Oh, for sure. If someone's like a colossal dipshit and they just keep being a dipshit and an asshole and they're incompetent, then I'll make fun of them. For sure. Yes. That's fun. There's... And it... And people always know they really suck if I don't like them. But if it's your boss, you should probably shouldn't do it. But if it's like a a peer yeah. or something, a peer or a, a what's it called when they work under you? Subordinate. Sub- what? What'd you say? Subordinate. Yeah, subordinate. Yes, I'm getting the big I, words today. I think you may have thrown an extra n in there, but we're gonna count it. That's just because I learned to talk in Boston, and that's what we do. Um, all right. So your turn, Austin. Okay. How much time do we have? How do you know? Where does the time thing at? It's on the top of your, of the garage band. Mine says bar. Oh, I need to change that. Huh? Well, I got the time we got. We're at 42 minutes. Oh, I see. I, okay. I got it. I need to change the setting. All right. Uh, I just have well, I have one more, but I can pull some more out if we need to fill time. Okay. Oh, don't this... worry, I got plenty, Austin. Oh, you you would love that, wouldn't you? If you got to give out all the tips. I'll just talk the rest of the time. You can sit there and <laughs> take in my glory. Okay, this one is posted by user Bitter Pons, P O N S. Dude, that guy is so handsome. Yep, no doubt. No doubt. Goes without saying. Um Okay, this one has uh, applied to me and probably you at some point in your life. If you have illegal drugs in your system and find yourself in the hospital, please, all caps, be honest and disclose exactly what you've taken and what you believe you've taken. Care providers are not the police. The quality of your outcome might depend on such information. Yeah, they don't give a shit, man. They're, they're, they're probably fucking have some shit in their system, too. They just want to get you better. Yes, well said. Uh, yeah. 
I've no, I can't relate relate to this other than at music festivals when I've seen people like freaking out and they get taken to security, and uh, and then security takes them to the paramedics and they like won't tell them what the fuck's going on and they can't be helped and then they end up having a really bad time because of it. Like paramedics are there to help you. They're not the law enforcement. They're not going to go rat you out and be like, "Oh, bear call the cops. He's got right. marijuana." If in his the system. cops are like behind watching, then I get it. But if it's just like the medics or whatever, then you might as well be honest. Because if it's like if it's just weed, obviously it's not going to matter. But like if you've say you hurt yourself and you've taken a bunch of fucking heroin or something, then they can't give you morphine or they can't give you opiates because it could fucking kill you. So. Might as well be. Well, even still, like. I mean, it's best to be honest. I don't. Like, I don't even. I don't even think you can get. Can you get arrested for having shit in your system if you're not driving a vehicle or something? Like, is it, is it illegal to have narcotics in your system? And then, but you don't have any on you. I don't know. I've never heard of anyone like. Like, I know if you're driving a vehicle or something, sure. But if you're just walking down the street and a cop pulls you over, and is like, "Get in my car," and then like somehow takes a blood sample or something you can't get in trouble for having fucking drugs in your system well I, unless you're doing something definitely stupid not, it's definitely not confirmed neither one of us knows for sure i'm not a lawyer don't listen to me <laughs> yeah i'm just saying i know you guys assume that julian has all the answers but he has not confirmed that information um that's just my assumption because i've just never seen it i mean yeah they're cops. usually not busting people that are just higher fucked up unless they have a bunch of stuff on them but or they're actually doing something stupid I had that story. I guess it was it was over ten years ago now. When I uh, I smoked a ton of weed. I lived at my mom's house at the time, and I was still in college. And I was twenty five, which I know both of those things are pathetic. But I was uh, I smoked a bunch of weed, and then I ate Taco Bell, and and I I think I started out with indigestion maybe, and then I started getting paranoid, and then I went on WebMD. And then next thing I know, I convinced myself Big that I'm, ha- I'm there, having a Austin. heart attack. Yeah. And then I had had anxiety over my life, but I had never had a full panic attack. And so I had like a combination of indigestion being super high and then having a full-blown panic attack. And I was just convinced that I was having a heart attack. Like I was reading it. I was like, oh, my arm's going numb. Oh, God, I'm sweating and all these things. And so I, I get in my truck and I start fucking driving over to the hospital. And it got so bad that I, I pulled over on the side of the road and I was just breathing and I was like, I'm going to call 911. And I was like, do I want to power through? And I drove up to the hospital and there was like some male nurse out front smoking a cigarette. And I was like, hey, man, I'm too young to have a heart attack, right? And he's like, I don't know. Just go inside, man. I was like, okay. And I went in. They like put me in. All, they plugged me into the EKG and all the stickers and everything. And they're like, sir, have you done any drugs or anything? I was like, nope. And they're like, you ever smoke marijuana or anything? I was like, nope. <laughs> and... uh Turns out everything was fine, but then I, I remember later I was like, "Why didn't I just tell him?" Because you're a paranoid android. But I mean, this was like, this was 12 years ago. Granted, like weed was a slightly bigger deal. If if you were afraid of smoking now, you know it'd be yeah. Don't be a bitch. Ridiculous, unless you have a job that doesn't allow you to. Even then, don't be a bitch. So don't be a bitch. I learned my lesson. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here's one from. Alice Dare. Alice Dare. User Alice Dare. She's a looker, guys. Look out for this one. Um, when trying to wake up early, set your alarm on a moderately low volume. 
This way, it will not be so jarring when it goes off, and it'll allow you to wake up slowly and more naturally. And I got a bonus tip for you. Bonus tip. Ding, 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 ding. Bonus tip. Ding, 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 ding. Use bedtime instead of, if you have an Apple phone, use the use the bedtime function in your alarms. It is so far superior to the to the stock alarms. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Way better. And they're calm. They start really softly, and they, like, slowly ramp up with, like, soothing music. It is such a better way to naturally wake up than the stupid fucking wah, 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 that they normally. Can I adjust it? Because I always wake up and go to sleep at different times because my schedule's all fucked up. Uh, yeah, you can adjust it, I guess. But I want to get one of those uh, alarms that like the light gradually comes on. Oh, the Philips. Uh, yeah, I know those. I mean, I think there's different brands, but don't I think give them Philips free originated shout out. It. Come on, man. Well. Maybe they'll see how we are doing. They'll throw some money our way. <laughs> hey, Phillips, where you at, baby? Come on, throw some money at us. Come on, man. I um, just sold you at least two limb light alarms. But I think that is good. But also, you can't make it too quiet where you don't. it doesn't wake you up. It depends on what kind of sleeper you are, I think, a little bit. Right? Yeah, I wake up super easy. I sleep. I go to sleep super easy. I wake up super easy. I got it good in the bed. Well, it must be nice, huh? Yep. Um, do you got any more? Or should I just close this out with my genius? How much time is it? I got another. Sl- I got. A- We're at forty nine minutes. I got another sleep related one. Uh, okay. I don't know if this counts. People, I think everyone already knows this about microwaving a sponge to get the germs off. Uh, please enlighten us, Austin. Tell us about your sponges. I mean, this has been around for centuries, but. I finally looked it up the other day because I was like, dude, I've been using this sponge for seven years. and uh, The microwave hasn't been around for more than 100 years. No. Well, my timeline could be off. But if you have a gross old sponge and you don't want to sp- you know, spring the extra 99 cents to get a new one, you can just put it in a bowl with water, you know, like basically submerged or almost not even halfway submerged. Put it in the microwave for two minutes and then it kills all the germs. And then after that, you can throw it in the dishwasher if you really want to sanitize it. But my dishwasher's broken, so. Wow, Austin. You just saved everyone a lot of money on sponges. Yep. Does that work on synthetic and natural sponges? Sure does. I researched it. Wow. I uh, went to the library and I pulled out the microfiche and I was like, huh, that's interesting. I miss microfiche. You felt so accomplished when you found something in those things. I know. Dude, me and we were always up in there. We were always microfishing. Dude, when you go to the basement of the U of A, University of Arizona, shot out, throw some money. Um, and they had those like giant cabinets that like moved electronically. Oh, yeah. And they were just full of microfiche. That was like crazy to try and navigate through and find something. Dude, isn't that crazy to think of how much space and effort was taken up and now you can just. Find it on your yeah on a little phone. It's crazy, crazy guys. We're living in the future. All right, um, here's one that's related to sleep as well. If you got one of those Google Homes in your bedrooms, it can work as a sound machine. This one comes from Jofus OO, um, and I, I I figured this out not too long ago. It works awesome. Um, 
So you just say play white noise or play fireplace or whatever you want, and it'll play it all night long. It'll even you can even have it set an alarm for you, and you can literally tell it to say you can set what you want and then say, "Hey Google, bedtime," and then it will ask you what time you want to wake up, and then it'll play white noise for you all night and then wake you up. Damn, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, man. I love my Google you like, Home. Is that better than the Amazon one? They're both pretty similar, I guess, right? I've never done a head-to-head. I've never used the Amazon one. I think they're pretty similar. Uh, I have one in a box that I haven't taken out because, I don't know. Because you're a paranoid Android? Do you think that they're all going to be listening to you? No, I mean, yes, but then I they're already listening to me through my phone anyways, so. Yeah. And if anything gets you're, me, it's going to be the porn search. You might as well get some convenience for your, for your troubles, yeah, Austin. Yeah, I know. Uh, but dude, I I love white noise machines. I cannot sleep without one. I have me neither. I don't have a Google Home, but I have two white noise machines in my bedroom, and then I have a ceiling fan, and then I have a floor fan, and then I have my wheel, uh, my windows covered in tinfoil like a crackhead. But Coral uh, and I fight over the fans so much because I love a fan on me all night long, and she hates it. Just so you I just gotta like angle it. it, angle it so it just. I know hits I your gotta angle it so it just hits me, but that's what it's I kind of hard sometimes. Remember that industrial fan that your dad gave me, and I had it for so many years. Oh, yeah. It was just like it was like one that was used to like dry out, like or cool off, like a construction site. Yeah. Why did you and get I, that? I feel like I should have gotten that. I, it was huge yeah. and it was heavy and cumbersome. It's like and one of those big metal like chrome looking yeah. ones. Yeah. And I feel like you were just like, I don't want to fucking deal. That's with That's true. Shit. That you were the only person shit. that could handle that. It yeah. was like uh, the Seinfeld episode where Kramer uses the the elephant washer for his shower head. That's, yeah, that's you. The one he bought on the black market. Yeah, he bought it in that guy's van. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> a great episode. That's you. Here's a bonus tip: if you haven't watched Dave on Hulu, you bonus yet, tip. Sorry. Do yourself a favor. I'll stop. Bonus tip: watch Dave on on Hulu. It is hilarious. Yeah. Little Dicky is a genius. It's funny, man. It's really good. Yeah. Um, Whenever you're done watching Tiger King, watch Dave. Yeah. Although when this comes more... out, if we ever post this, I mean, it's probably going to already be, you know, 2025 or something. Do you have any more tips? No, I don't think so. I think I got I got another. Okay. All right. This one comes from you can save some for next time too. Hey. All right, just do it. People need to hear these. Just do it. They, they, they might not survive another week without these People are these chopping a bit here. Come on. Got to give them the yeah. tips. All right. All right. This comes from October Silverman. And it is, if you're typing a message on your phone and you don't know how to spell a word, then use the microphone button to say the word. I use this all the time because there's a million words I just can't fucking figure out how to say. Or they're just too long and I don't feel like typing them. So I, I just do that. Like restaurant. I always misspell restaurant. Oh, that's a tough um, one. It is. I mean, I know how to do it now because you just say rest a u. All right, spell it. That's how I say it. Let's hear it. No looking. <laughs> no cheating. Come on. R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T. That's right. Yes. The boy's getting smart. Now you just got to learn how to use the proper forms of two. got to say it phonetically in your head. Rest a u. That's how I say it. Okay, if you okay, we're gonna do a bonus quiz. If we're like Wednesday, I spell it because Wednesday. We're gonna do a bonus quiz. Wednesday's okay. a tough one. I get that. No, wed, okay. Just say Wednesday. Which 
How do you spell the two of going to the store? T-O. That's correct. What about, how do you spell, I, you, Julian poops too much? T-O-O. That's right. How do you spell Tupac was the realest G? T-P-A-C. No, that's incorrect. It's the correct answer is T-U-P-A-C or the number two P-A-C. Julian, you, you lost that one. That's what but, I said. Two P-A-C. You said T-P-A-C. No, I check, check the I tape, goddammit. I said two you P-A-C. Lose. You lose. No, I got it all three right. You lose. Okay, well. Give me my fucking prize. <sighs> all right, Is, well, I hope you guys got something out of these tips. Hopefully, uh, they'll improve your life. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Oh, yeah, and we got to give a shout-out to our sponsor, the 700 Club. Thank you guys for your support. Thanks for all the good stuff you do, and thanks for the cash money. Dude, they fucking... Julian Julian doesn't even know what the 700 Club is, do you? It's that fucking religious bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Those fucking... Hey, that religious bullshit pays your rent. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Jesus pays my rent. Those guys are just... His fucking messaging boys. Yeah, they they pay us an Applebee's gift certificates, but it's something. It's a start. Hey, we all got to eat, right? That's a huge thing off of my plate. Those all right, let's buffalo wings are good. Let's end this before people all right kill themselves. Make sure to subscribe or do whatever the fuck you do to listen to some more tips. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna try some of these out. Tell you how they go. I still got to read you guys what came in my sex box. So I'll, I'll, I'll oh man, I got Wait, two of them now. So we'll go through box? that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Man. Oh man, there's some goodies in there. Oh, I got to try each great. thing out and give wait. a report on how they feel. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, so. guys, we got a lot of good tips coming. Each tip's better than the last. You're gonna, it's gonna blow your fucking mind. It's gonna change your life. You're gonna wonder how you even lived your life before you had these tips. Yeah, man. You guys are going to be fucking getting so much more out of life. Dude, uh, you're going to be living you don't even know. You don't even know what you're missing. So mm-hmm. tune in next week. Yep. From Just the Tips with Austin and Julian. See you there. Bye. Bye, bitches. Do you want to say that?